With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, I, I got to show you something from last night. Uh, Gino Suarez in the A's game. This coming from Lookout Landing post game. So Scott Service, M. Skipper, said that Eugenio Suarez was using the bathroom when the A's brought in Garrett Acton, who the team has never faced. Julio Rodriguez swung at the first pitch. Jared Kelnick was intentionally walked immediately. Four fingers, all right? So five seconds later, Gino Suarez is up, and he had to face Acton knowing absolutely nothing about him because he was in the bathroom. And by the time he comes back, he's like, who, what? And just throw him in there. So you guys ever been there before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. You got to drop a dookie down there. What are you going to do? I mean, listen, what are you supposed to do? You got to go to the bathroom. I think it's funny. Oh, he never saw, he never seen the guy pitch. It's like they act like the guy's never gotten a batter's box and never hit a ball off a guy he's never seen before. So what? Get up there. And that's the funny part to me. The serious part is, is making sure that he washed his hands and make sure everything's good down, you know, down there. So, yeah, you know, you got to go. You got to go. That's, you know, no, I guess I'm speculating because I might be wrong, but that's the only thing I can think about what really happened. Because usually if you got to take a tinkle, you know, it takes about a minute and you get that out there. Pitch clocks, pitch, pitch clocks got him. Like, <laughs> he's, and you had to Suarez had to get out there. They're like, they're banging on the door. They're like, yo, Gino, yo, you're up. You got 27 seconds. And he's like, oh, great. Pinch Here it. comes an itchy Friday because he couldn't get everything all cleaned up. Like, that's a, but pooping during the game, man. Mm-mm. No. Nope. Unless yeah, but what stick, do you do if you got to go? You don't have to go. Todd, did you ever poop in the game? Mm. So let me tell you a good story about Todd's problem. This happened twice to me when I was 14 and when I was when I was eight years old. Dude, this is a great story. So when I'm eight or nine years old, excuse me, we have an all-star game. We're up 5-1. Scott Fisher, all of a sudden, the last inning, he's getting hit around five to two, five to three. Dude. I'm on. I'm at shortstop. All of a sudden, I couldn't hold it in anymore. It just fell right out. Coach goes, Todd, he needs you to pitch. So I'm. Listen, it, this is so gross, but it, it's it's a, it's real. I'm just being real. I had I had a puddle on the bottom of my pants. Okay, so it was just straight. It was just straight mush, and I had the pitch, dude. First pitch, I come up. The umpire goes, Hey, man, you got two outs. He goes. Holy shit, what's that smell? <laughs> I said, I said, at nine years old, I thought quick. I'm like, yeah, man. I just walked up here. And by the way, my pants are filled with just garbage. <laughs> next thing you know, first pitch, base clearing triple. We're down 6-5. Get the next guy out. I ran right to the porter job. My dad goes, you all right? I said, dad, my underwear is gone. I'm wearing these pants. But when I get in the car, please have something for me. Because it was, it was so bad. It was just... So bad. I, I, it gives me nightmares. And then it almost happened again. And thank God, Mrs. Kastner, the, the wife's husband that was the coach, had grapes. I don't know why. She said, eat these grapes. It'll stop. So I ate grapes and I didn't, I, nerve, 
I had to get taken out of the game the second time. It was just so bad. Wow, this is just a perfect way to bring in our next guest yes. on FT Live. Polar <laughs> <laughs> Bears ready for it. Hey. And I think he heard all of it. No, so, no. Just oh, beautiful dude. timing. Pete Alonzo joining beautiful. us. <laughs> Pete. I actually had a, I had a story like that this year, uh, funny enough. <laughs> yes, go ahead, please. Go on. So, uh... I'm, I drank, I mistimed my pregame coffee, mistimed it. Mm-hmm. I had it, I had it too close to game time. And then I'm running, running, doing my sprints. And then I throw in the middle of the first inning. I'm like, goodness gracious. I, this is not good. So, um, so I was hit the top of the second. I was leading off the inning and I said, I don't care where this pitch is. This at bat is ending first pitch and it like because i need to go and then first pitch i get a hanging slider and then i deposit it in the seats and then oh. as soon as as soon as i as soon as i touch home plate it was like it's straight to the bathroom no high fives straight to the bathroom dude but you, if, you, you if, hit a home it's a home run and it has to go that is epic story dude that's epic. that was that was best case but dude honestly if i had to run the base i Honestly, I would have gotten picked off on purpose or something because I would I, I would have had to go so bad. That is that is phenomenal, dude. That is, oh man, stories like that is makes me want to come back and play baseball again. Is that weird to say or no? <laughs> that's no, that's honest. I bet that home run was the one in Cincinnati off of uh, Hunter Hunter Green. Yep, that's it. That's the one. Wow. Oh my God, phenomenal. How'd you know that? Just. Remember, it was Good the first pitch hanging slider. <laughs> For- Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hey, Pete, I want to get in some baseball stuff, man. Remember we had a conversation a couple weeks ago about adjustment that you had to make. So I had some fans ask me, like, what adjustments do you make and you were going through it a little bit. You were still hitting the home runs, but the average wasn't there. So can you explain to people the adjustments you have to make in and out, day by day, pitch by pitch? What, what was the key adjustment for you right now? Um, honestly, like, I, I guess for a, for a fan perspective, the it's kind of difficult because hitting, it's, a, it's somewhere between an art and a science. And you always are fighting to find uh, that good feeling in the box. But then also you want to do your homework, your video work. Um, like you're studying of your opponent and then you're mixing in uh, like your physical work in the cage. So that's like from the, the scientific and being a student in the game, but also you don't know until you go, you don't know what it's going to be like until you're in the box in the game, because video can say one thing or the opponent can flip the script. So you have to have that adaptability. And for me, the, <clears throat> excuse me, the biggest adjustment was um, is, is honestly just, thinking along with the game plan and then not deviating. So I, I would get caught in like being like too caught up in my, in my game plan, not deviating, not taking what, what I'm, what opportunities are presented in the game. I mean, that's a good thing, but also you need to understand how they're attacking you. And for me, I think that now, um, now I've, I've kind of gotten a better hold of that and uh, yeah, homers are mistakes, but I think average, is where you can beat pitchers um, 
like hitting for average. That's where guys uh, win in preparedness and um, have that mix of being a good hitter. That's that art of hitting. Where does your average, where do you think your average can be? Where do you think in the next, let's say three years, what's your highest, highest season average going to be? Um, I don't know. I, I honestly, I, I don't know. Um, for me, I, the one thing that I've, I have been really proud of myself is that this year, um, it's, I've, I've been taking my walks. I've had great at bats, high quality at bats, even though that some of the, some of the stuff, uh, yeah, I've, I've had line outs. I've had some balls, not, uh, not fall, but the one thing I'm proud of is, uh, is taking my walks. But I mean, every, every guy wants to hit 300. I mean, my highest, I think, is 271, 271. But every year, I want to keep getting more polished uh, and better. So hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, hit 300. Well, that's why I asked. That's why I asked because your move, yes, your second year, you went down to 231. But since your second year, your average is slowly rising, which is something that people just look at and they're like, oh, you know, all the home run derby trophies, all the home runs, he's going to hit 55. If you continue on the trajectory that you're at, I don't see why 300 isn't possible. I appreciate that. And then also, too, like, um, like yeah, 2020, it's it was a COVID year. And you don't have, uh, you don't have the full 162-game uh, season to, to, really, um, to really navigate through. And if, if you're not hot for a certain amount of time, you just got to roll with it and, and do the best you can. And uh, for me, I think that, uh, having 162 games and, and really, um, I think having a good offensive season, it's more of a journey. Uh, and you just have to make adjustments and figure it out uh, at certain points along the way. I, I think you bring up a really good point about a journey. Because you, if you focus on what you're doing right now and not through the long haul, I think that's the biggest problem that some guys have, especially me. Sometimes I was like, God almighty. I'm one for my last 15 when you know you're going to get 500 more at bat. So that's the other thing. But I want to shift focus about, you know, you went to the principal's office the other day. I heard about the, you know, LFGM, man. I want to get involved with that. Is Buck Showall, is he still mad at you for all that stuff? He was never mad, I think. I, I actually asked him about it. He's like, he's like, Pete, you know how certain people are twisting my, wor twisting my words around. So, um, I mean, that's that's what it is. But, I mean, for him, he said that, yeah, I'm sure he regretted it, but it's not like he was mad or scolding me about it. But I, I think when when people kind of uh, write a secondary story, his words definitely get twisted a little bit. But he's like, listen, everyone does stuff that they they regret, but also too, uh, if the if the dugout in the locker room was Mike twenty four seven, then you would need a you would need all sorts of bleeps. <laughs> But bleeps, we don't have bleeps on this show. What does LFGM mean? Uh, let's fucking go, Mets. That's what it let's means. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yes, we're allowed on this show. We're digital. So I love that. Mets Perfect. fans love it. They they rally behind it. So, Pete, we, we got to love it. Um, let, let me ask you about yesterday, too, at Wrigley. So you did something no one else does as a righty with the wind coming in, too, right? Because I wasn't there. But that's what I heard. And you go way opposite field. Beautiful chart from Anthony Nicomo, who you know, who covers the team every day. You see your baseball? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a uh that's that's a right field homer. <laughs> <laughs> you feel good about that one? 
No, I feel, yeah, I feel great about it. Um, got a, got something out over the plate and, uh, I was able to, to capitalize in a, in a pretty big opportunity for us. Cause, um, a lot of people think that like, oh, like your starting pitchings can save bullpens, but when you have an offensive barrage, like we did yesterday, that saved bullpens as well. Um, and, and the fellas down there really, really appreciated it. Do you text judge? Are you guys on a text basis where you're like, cause you got 19 right now. Hey dude, I'm coming for you. No. Um, I mean, we, we, we text every once in a while, but we're, we're not like competitive and with that nature, we don't, we don't go back and forth like that. Maybe if we were teammates. <laughs> okay. Fair. That would be something. I want to ask you also about Wrigley the other day, the Stroman saga the other day, him going a little crazy, looking at the dugout, uh, pumping his chest a little bit. You know how he, he played. We both play with him with the mess. He shows his emotion, his energy. And then there was a, a quote that came out. Somebody said something about, you know, Stroman pretty much being Stroman. So I, I, I'm just curious about what you guys thought about that, if there's anything else going on there. Listen, if you if you throw if you throw eight innings, two runs, and you uh, under a hundred pitches, you celebrate however you want. Like, don't like it, play better. Like we should have. Like yeah. if we didn't want him to celebrate, we should have put more runs up on the board. But you know what? He threw the ball extremely well. He was nipping corners and he was um, making pitches when he needed to. So like, he had a great performance. And um, honestly, I think I think uh, did you. Do you know who uh, who who said who said that, or do you know who wrote the article about the unnamed Met? Metsmerized, I think it was like a blog site. No, I, I think there's a, a one of the one of the reporters said oh, it. Was, I, yeah, it was I, one I, of the, I, I forget uh, his so name. I, I, yeah, I don't I don't know, but I, I don't think I think it was fake news. I think it's a fake source. <laughs> oh, it might, it, you know, it might to, have been. It might have been. <laughs> I think I think the reporter was just trying to stir the pot. An unnamed source. He yeah, should have named him if it was real. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, who kind of weak? Who who does that? Unless there's some crazy situation going on. If you're a player, do you go to the reporter and say, "Hey, quote me, but don't say my name." <laughs> Can't Absolutely that. not. That never happens. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, but like that most of us, I mean, I, I would say all I, I speak for all of us. It's like, listen, if we don't want him to celebrate, then like then we should have played better. It's like the same thing with the bat flips. It's like you don't want me to flip my bat or if like you get people celebrating or pitchers celebrating like after they, they punch someone's ticket. If you don't want celebrating, don't swing at the slider in the dirt or don't get blown away by a fastball. Like, yeah, you don't want to, the other person to celebrate. Just play better. Yeah, I think it was I think it was Mike Puma. You know Mike Puma, the, the poem they call him in there. Yeah. Yeah, you know how oh, the reporters yeah, yeah, are. So. You know, you understand. I tried teaching you when you first came up. You take for you take for granted. You just take it for the grain of salt and move on. That's it. That's actually 100%. what I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you, how how are you a guy who's been in the spotlight in New York and like you've been void of drama? Like are you Jeter? Are you, you know, are you taking, you know, cause how do you stay, how do you stay out of that? And how do you help these hopefully barrage of rookies that are coming up here with Vientos and Alvarez and, you know, some of the other guys that are still coming, Beatty's there. Well, I mean, these guys, I mean, they're, first of all, uh, they're, they're pros, like they're, they're, they're pros. They love the game and, and they work hard. And I, from 
what I see, they're good dudes. And I mean, for me, it's just, I, 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 I just mind my business. I, I work hard. I play hard and I do what I can. And I, I try and sp- spread positivity, be a good friend and a teammate. That's uh, I mean, as a, as a ball player, that's all I want to do professionally. I just want to play well and have a great impact on others. All right. Now, Todd wanted to take this next thing because we don't want you to get led. How did you get your name, the Polar Bear? Todd just talking trash in spring training, but like <laughs> in, a, in a good, in a good fun, in a good, in a good fun way. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, Todd. I was blessed to have uh, in my second big league stri- uh, spring training. Uh, so I had. Mr. Uh, Robinson Cano on, on one side. And then on the other side, it was uh, T Frage. Um, so I was, I was really lucky to have, um, to have some, some high quality veterans um, and, and kind of like explain certain things. And I was just coming off of a, a really serious conversation with, with Robbie. And then, and then Todd comes in hot. He's like, God, God damn it. Like move over polar bear. Like you big old bear. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like in the corner, just, um, I was just, I was just like, all right, all right. I, I'm one of the guys now. All right, sweet. I have a nickname and it just stuck. <laughs> it's a beautiful nickname. It's, it's something I've still never gotten my cut for the shirts or anything, but I, I'm, I'm not mad. It's okay. It happens. I but I'm, I'm willing to do your podcast whenever. So that's, there you that's, go. That's, right, cool. that's, that's the that's trade. <laughs> that's the trade off top father. Hey, that's a good trade-off, but for real, hey, I know you're leading the league in home runs, home run derby. Are we thinking about doing that again this year? I, is that a possibility? Well, they haven't invited me yet, so oh, I'll stop. PBD. Is you send out the invite? invites. You don't need an invite. You no, can literally they, just they text will. and say, "Hey, yes, I'm in. I need an invite. I can't just show up uninvited. <laughs> show up. They need to invite me." Who does it? Who like? Do you get the phone call from someone specifically at the league? Is it like a Banyas or one of those guys? Um, yeah. So typically, it's it's somebody from the league that calls either me or my agent. Um, but that's yeah, that's that's typically how it goes. But the first, yeah, the first two times, um, my agent, um, my actually no, all three times, yeah, my agent said, "Hey, the league called. You're invited." So, um, yeah, I don't. I, once I get invited, then I'll make that decision. But right now I'm just focused on uh, taking it day to day, one step at a time, one pitch at a time. Now thinking along those lines, you're taking it, oh, I might not go, I might go. I know what's in your mind right now. But where do you see the Mets at the end of the year, man? Because it seems like it's up and down. You, you get hot and then all of a sudden there's a little slower start. Where do you see you guys finishing at the end of the year? I mean, hopefully holding up a World Series trophy. I feel like last year um, we kind of got caught up in trying to win the division. I mean, obviously that's a that's a great goal, but I, I feel like that we put um, like almost too much emphasis and energy into that, not appreciate what we were doing. And the the goal, the end of the year goal is to win the World Series, and that and that's it. And I feel like for us, like we were we were so hyper-focused on winning the division that we lost sight of the the end goal. And for us, like we were playing a little, um, like there was one week that I always draw back to um, this one homestand. It was just a tough homestand. We got swept by the Cubs at home and then we lost two out of three by uh, from the nationals 
a lot of people say, oh, getting swept by Atlanta, like, yeah, that that hurts, obviously. But I, I feel like if we would have just took one one more game, avoid getting swept. Um, then also there's a game um, – I mean, there's games all throughout years where you can just – all throughout the year where you can just like, man, if one pitch went this way or that way, we would have ran away with the division. But, um, I mean, the season is just a culmination of so many different things. And you just – I feel like for us – do whatever we have to do, either win the division or wild card, get to October, get to the postseason, do damage. That's the biggest thing. Hold up the trophy. doesn't matter how you get in. It matters how you finish. Exactly. Hey, um, do you keep in touch with the Phillies guys that you played with in the WBC? Or did you – what's the line you always use, Kratzy, when you've asked some of the WBC guys when then they're playing like their division rivals now? Oh yeah, did you pee in their did you pee in their suitcase before they left? <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not. Well, as long as JT Romuto leaves me a few middle balls, uh, then uh, when he's uh, putting down fingers, and that's okay. Then we're friends, right? Yes. <laughs> hey, I, go I, ahead, Top. I, I got a, I got a really good one, a fun one for you. If you were to face any pitcher in the past that you would like to hit a home run off of. Anyone, like, who do you think would be, like, a really cool person to be like, dude, I just hit a home run off this guy? Probably, oh, probably Pedro. Oh, yeah. Pedro, Probably sure? Pedro. Mm-hmm. I was going to say it, Babe Ruth in his prime back in the day. <laughs> Babe, you throw that, that little, little slurvy thing up there, I'm going crank on you. I would say Babe Ruth. <laughs> Babe Ruth? I mean, he's probably throwing 84, like, 84, like, dumpy little cutters. Hey, and he'd strike you out every single time because you don't like those things. I love those things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, man. That's great. Hey, we, we got a lot of questions coming in from fans with the same vibe of, of routine. What are you doing pre, post, daily routine, the whole deal? So, like, just give me today, right, aside from having a – do your obligation to Todd father for the polar bear nickname. Take me from wake up through the end of the night. Yeah. So, uh, woke up, um, and, uh, already, already, uh, look through the, uh, through the bullpen. But when I get to the yard, I'm going to, um, kind of take a little bit of the deep dive into the starter. Um, basically it's just knowing for me, I, I just want to have a good, um, for me, I'm a visual learner. I want to have a good, um, a good kind of background on, on who I'm facing on the day or could be facing. Sometimes I'll look at, um, okay, like this guy threw two or three days in a row. He may not be available today. So I, I always take certain things like, okay, in a leverage situation, this is – so I, I'm always running through um, situation game situations in my head. So I'm always prepared. Um, so by the time I get to the on-deck circle, I'm – I'm done. I don't need to think about anything. It's just executing a game plan. Um, and then I'll probably eat, go to the yard, um, probably about two 30. And from there, activate, go to the cage, um, then take some ground balls and BP and uh, hot tub, cold tub, hot tub, cold tub, and then roll it right in the game. Who, 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 that's pretty, that's pretty ballsy there. Hot tub, cold, like the cold tub for me, I was always the hot guy, as you remember. The cold tub, I mean, every yeah. once in a while. But that hot tub, it had to be nice and steamy. I didn't want anybody around me. Leave me alone. But 
<laughs> just my old things back in the day. Well, now I, I'm worried about your story with the, you know, as the nine-year-old, I'm, I'm worried about sharing the hot tub. <laughs> well, that, that's true too. <laughs> Pete, who was your favorite player? Who was your idol growing up, man, as a baseball player? Let the fans know. Um, I mean, it, for me, it's like as a kid, like growing up, like, I mean, I loved um, like late, late nineties, early two thousands, um, figures so for me like i loved watching mark mcguire mike piazza uh those for me it's it's super super easy because for me i was i always played first base um loved watching those guys and then as i got older um like high school college really loved watching paul goldschmidt and for me it's like man like seeing guys like with my body type and saying okay or similar skill set all right 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 first baseman um play great defense, run the base as well, um, hit for average and power. And for me, like, that's, that's who I want to, that's who I want to emulate. And then obviously Mike was a catcher, but still like offensively, um, offensively just a huge force. So for me, like those are those guys, those, those three guys are my favorite players. All right. This is a hypothetical. Now there's a kid in the minor leagues last year. He just had 31, he had 36 homers, 119 RBIs. Let's call him repeat Alonzo and he's coming up as a rookie you now as Pete Alonzo what is he going to tell repeat Alonzo as a rookie <laughs> um I, I say the the biggest thing is is you belong you absolutely belong because the it's really difficult to as a young kid to to take the the last name off of the back of the jersey what I mean by that is my my first big league experience, I had to face a uh, three-time Cy Young Award winner, uh, Max Scherzer. I had, that was my first big league experience. It's like, well, I'm not just facing a guy that got called up along with me, but um, I, I'm facing a legit high-quality, one of the most high-quality pitchers to, to pitch is Max Scherzer. And for me, it's like, okay, it's a round ball. It's a round bat. There's nine players on the field for us, nine players on the field for them. Let's, let's play ball. Um, that's, that's how for me, like, uh, for a young, that's the best way I can describe it. It's like, listen, it's the game's the same. The game is the same. You just have guys who are extremely, extremely consistent, um, in what they do, but the game is it's, it's the same. It's the same game. But take us back to that day. Did you believe that or were you overwhelmed? I mean, if you look at the results, I, I punched out three times, but I saw, I think I saw probably about 20 pitches in those or, or 19 to 20 pitches in those, in those three at bats. I gave hell of an at bats. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, I struck out technically, if you look on paper, it's a bad result, but like seeing pitches, seeing what he's going to do, seeing how he's going to attack, not just him, but, um, I think Jan Gomes was catching that game too. So just seeing how he calls the game and, and seeing how um, he goes about it, like I, I got a lot of valuable information that helped me for the next time I faced him. That's interesting. Pete, I want to I finish on this, man. I got one last story with you that I tell people all the time. Remember when we were in Miami and you were struggling a little bit, we came up, we both hit um, early BP. And I'll, I'll yes. never forget this as long as I live. And I think you put a smile on your face because, you know, I was such in awe of you being an older player. I was such in awe of what you did. 
you told me, you said, listen, watch this round of BP. I'm going to hit a homer. I said, okay, yeah, I've seen it before. He goes, no, nah, one hand. He would take, Pete, I, I can't explain this. I oh, the half swing. Yeah. The half swing. He would, he would, let me get in camera here, with his right. So a right-handed hitter, hold about the right hand on top, left on the bottom. Took his left hand off. BP throwing. He would hit like this through the zone with one hand. He's putting 400 in seats in left field with one hand while I was struggling to even get the ball out of the stadium. And the oohs and ahs, Pete, I'll never forget that. For one, explain to you why you did that. And for two, I just want to let everybody know the power that you have. It was just extraordinary. Thanks, buddy. I, I appreciate that. But, the, I mean, the whole purpose of that, the, the half swing drill, for me, it's um, – it's just sweet spot awareness. And from uh, the best way I can describe it is you are swinging with your body um, and your hands and the bat's just going to be there uh, along for the ride. And the whole point of the drill is to just hit the ball perfectly on the sweet spot without finishing. So the I think the biggest point in hitting is from after you finish your load, it's from when you go A to B. From when you make your swing decision, yes, I'm going to swing into the baseball. Fin the, the finish of the swing uh, is just kind of your body releasing the energy uh, that you created. But the, the actual swing is just point A to B from, from launch to contact. And that whatever happens every, like after contact happens. Like that's not, I'm not going to say it's not important, but it's irrelevant. The whole drill the, and the purpose and if, is to hit the ball on the sweet spot. Yeah, consistent. And, the, and the bottom line for you young kids out there, less is more for one. And two, this is a spectacle that you, you won't see anybody being able to do this because he was so precise with his body, so precise with his stature of how he swung. And this is the this is what he does. He Pete, you hit home runs. You have fun playing the game and everybody loves watching you. We appreciate you having on here to thousands of people that are watching. We appreciate you and. You still owe me once a month. You come back on here, especially <laughs> for that polar bear nickname. Deal? All right. Anytime, buddy. We Let's love you, brother. It. Thanks Perfect. again for having right. us. Thanks, Thanks for guys. coming on. Cheers. Thanks, Absolutely. Pete. Absolutely. Have a good one, y'all. You luck. too. Polar bear. That's good stuff. Yeah, I've never I seen anybody even... do that. What? The one hand? I've never seen anybody. Do we go have one that hand? on video? I, I, I don't know. I, I might have to ask around, but he would just top hand whoosh, through the zone, hold it. In Miami, I'm telling you, it was in Miami, and he's putting him in the top seats in Miami. He's hitting 390, 400 feet. It was, Eric, I've never seen anything like it in my life. It's not like, like, I don't know that, like, it's, so it's fully explained. Like, that drill, you don't, like, and throw all the way through. No, he stops like, at you're the top. Stop. You're, you're basically just doing contact, and you're stopping here. Yeah, it's not on contact. He, he goes through with it, but he doesn't finish behind his head. You know what I mean? Just just so people understand, that drill is Hard. like some people have a tough time hitting it to the back of the cage if you're doing it right. And he's doing it off BP. There's Eric, it's it's it was I'm sitting there, I'm like, holy crap, I don't even want to hit anymore. That's that's <laughs> embarrassing. You definitely that's I would always tell people that did like crazy stuff like that, like Judge and Sanchez mm. and Jonky Ball game when I was in New York. Like all those guys or Yelly the year he was crazy hit. Like I was like, you're so selfish. <laughs> like this is so selfish of you to do this while I'm in the same batting, you know, the batting group as you. Like you just hit by yourself and then I'll go later.
It was it was a spectacle to see, and that's something that, and I love I love what he said A to B because I tell and I know you do too, Eric. You tell these young kids out there, man, you don't need this funky swing. You don't need, you know, you don't need so much added effort. Just get the barrel, the top part of the barrel to the ball, A to B, and focus on that, and then make your adjustments to the off-speed pitches. But A to B, I, I get goosebumps because I explain A to B, A to B, less is more. And it's just, it's phenomenal to hear a guy that's going to hit over 50 home runs if you're, if not more, to explain to everybody out there what, how, to, how to hit a baseball. I, I, if you're watching this, you're getting, you're getting so much out of it right now. You know what helps too? Forearms that are like footballs. That, <laughs> that helps. Yeah, the, that's the true. The Popeye forearms. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.